Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Jon Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend Jon Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brand new bang and I am Rapport Stereo Podcast this year. Figgity have no fear. On today's I am Rapport Stereo Podcast, so many things to cover. Tommy Brady is back. Boom, he's back. And I couldn't be happier about it. Plus, Juicy Jesse Smollett is behind bars. He gets that good old Willie Hutch. And I'm still dealing with these motherfucking heel-stomping, heavy-footed cocksuckers above me all that and more on a gorgeous i mean an award-winning gorgeous i am rapaport stereo podcast coming up right now miles jordan aka the bleach brothers aka the dust brothers start this puppy off with something real nice start this puppy off with something real proper but most importantly start this puppy up with something real loud and real funky this is the i am rapaport stereo podcast let's fucking go I want to thank True Bill for supporting the I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast. From forgotten free trials to automatic renewals, True Bill is your secret weapon to save you money on subscriptions you do not need. Go right now to truebill.com slash champ. It can save you thousands a year. Nobody likes being billed. They try to sneak it past you all the time. Go to truebill.com slash champ. It could save you thousands a year. Shopify is more than a store. Connect with your customers, drive sales, manage your day-to-day. Shopify instantly lets you accept all major payment methods, supercharge your knowledge, your sales, and your success. For a free 14-day trial, go to shopify.com slash champ. That's shopify.com slash champ. All lowercase, that's shopify.com slash champ. Biggity boom. Uh, yiggity, yes. Have no fear. The I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. The name is uh, Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Mandingo, a.k.a. the Sultan of Sniff, a.k.a. the Inflamed Ashkenazi, a.k.a. the White Chocolatito, a.k.a. White Mike, a.k.a. Bird, AKA Mr. New York, AKA Mr. 2 1 
two. Dos, uno, dos. And you are now rocking with the very best. This is the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. The one, the only, the world's most disruptive podcast. Welcome to the Iron Dome of Disruption. The ziggity, the ziggity, the ziggity zone of disruption. Oh, shit. I'm cutting, I'm scratching, I'm doing it all by myself. Hope everybody's feeling good. Hope everybody's feeling safe. Hope everybody's feeling sane. Hope everybody's hanging in the pocket like Tommy fucking Brady, man. I never thought I would get to say that again, but I actually did. I actually predicted it on this. Predicted it. It wasn't like a hard prediction. I'm not into the prediction game. I predicted this. I predicted that. Because uh, so many times people say things, they predict things, and then they never acknowledge when they get them wrong. Anyway, I'm not shocked that Tommy fucking Botox Brady is back, so I hope everybody's hanging in the pocket. And you know Tommy Brady only hangs in the pocket. He ain't running. He ain't scrambling. He ain't Fran the man Tarkington. He ain't Deshaun Watson. Nope. It's Tommy Brady, and he is back with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We'll get to that later, obviously. There is a lot to discuss on today's uh, brand new banging I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. I mean, a lot. Over the last few days, we were just inundated with stuff, craziness, kookiness, and I didn't know where to start. I hope we could get to all of it. As I've said many times before, listen. Some people like to podcast for two and a half hours. I don't have two and a half hours to listen to a podcast. I don't give a fuck who it is. Let alone do a podcast for two and a half hours. I just don't have that time. I don't have that energy. I don't have that impotence. I don't have that desire to podcast for two and a half hours. Like some of the the long podcasts over the last, you know, few months, the the big ones, like, well, every Joe Rogan one is fucking two and a half, two hours and 50 minutes, three hours and 17 minutes. The drink champs, they're on there for a long time. I'm just not with that shit. Um, they're all great. Every podcast is great. Well, I don't want to say every podcast is great, but a lot of podcasts are great. But we're, we're hitting the ground running here. Anyway, I hope everybody's feeling good. Like, I'm feeling good today. I'm feeling sprightly. It's gorgeous. Gorgeous pre-spring day here in New York, 50-something degrees, um, really, really nice. I hope wherever you are around the world, hope the Australian Rapper Pack, I hope the New Zealand Rapper Pack, the entire European Rapper Pack, the Mexico Rapper Pack, the Canadian Rapper Pack. I know I'm forgetting plenty of rapper packs. Of course, everybody in the United States, state by state, the state representatives all over the country. Shout out to the state representative out there in Jersey. I know uh, you are uh, recovering. I hope everybody's good. Anyway, I don't like to name names because I always forget people, but you guys know who you are. I hope everybody who I know, who I don't know, listeners, old listeners, day one listeners, first 150 listeners, Newer listeners, listen, as long as you're listening, you're in a good, you're in a good space because I'm going to give you a good time. I'm going to give you a nice, nice time, a nice, nice disruptive time. Anyway, it's a beautiful day in New York. I had to go to the fucking DMV, man. I had to do it. So as uh, you know. I moved back to New York full-time. It's going on a year. I'm almost a year full-time in New York. Which, listen, man, I'm so happy to be in New York. I don't miss L.A. I miss my friends in L.A. You know, I miss, um, you know, my kids are in L.A., although they come to New York. Obviously, I miss that. A lot, you know, being with that. But they're, they're, I'll keep it real. They're 19 and 21. They're about to be 20 and 22. They, they ain't fucking with me like that. They're not like, oh, I'm going to go see daddy. 
Those days are over. We had those days. They're out there doing their thing, trying to figure out their lives. So it's it's not like they're little kids, you know. Um, you know, friends in Los Angeles I miss, but there's nothing about the city of Los Angeles that I actually miss. It's a couple of restaurants that I miss because they're convenient. But there's nothing about Los Angeles that I actually miss. Even through the winter, I was like, eh, I'm good. I'd rather go to Florida than be in Los Angeles. I did it. I'm done. I'll always be back and forth to Los Angeles. Show business will always keep me in Los Angeles from time to time. But since I moved here almost a year ago, I think it's like 10 months ago, full time, gave up my place in LA. I don't, I don't have a place in LA. The Los Angeles gloom tomb is, is no more. Will there ever be another Los Angeles gloom tomb? Who knows? I never say never to anything, especially regarding Los Angeles and being a coveted, world-renowned disruptor slash actor slash podcaster slash director. You never, ever know. I'm coming out to L.A. in the next, I don't know when I'm coming to L.A. I'm coming to L.A. in the next few weeks to perform in Irvine. That's not the point. Don't get me off the point. Who am I talking to? Myself. The point is, is that I had to go to the DMV today to transfer my driver's license. And just the preparation that it takes to get everything in line to go to the DMV is stressful. I mean, it's been weeks. Get this. Get your birth certificate. Get your social security card. I don't have a social security card. Well, then you can't get this. There's new IDs. There's, I don't know what the fuck they're called. I blacked it out. They have new IDs you're supposed to have. Everybody's supposed to have a new ID. You're worried about being tracked? You're worried about being microchipped? You worry about people following you? In the United States, everybody, every citizen by 2023 needs to update their ID. It's called a enhanced ID. They got, they got enhanced IDs and they got real IDs. So after all the preliminary, I mean, it's a whole thing. Because I don't get my bills. I don't get a lot of things sent to me directly because I'm Michael Rappaport. But also, you know, I got an accountant, but I'm also Michael Rappaport. So I try to avoid getting things sent to me. I don't like things being sent to me. All right, I haven't for years. I don't like shit being sent to me because somehow, some way, the things that you get sent to you, most of the time, for me, are not things that I want sent to me. It becomes a free-for-all. Nonetheless, okay, the planning, the preparation, getting this document, birth certificate. I'm 52, I'm 52 years old. It ain't easy to track these things down. Birth certificates. I got it, my birth certificate. I got my, my uh, what do you call it? When you travel, my passport. Got all that. The one thing I don't have is a social security card. I don't know. I, I don't know. What the fuck do I, I know my social security card number. I have my password. I have my license. I have my birth certificate. I don't have my social security card. So you, got, you need that. Then you need 75 pieces of proof that you live at the address that you live in. Then you need 64 more pieces of proof that you live in New York and that you no longer live in L.A., and if you do it after 30, it's all these fucking rules and regulations. And we were teed up to go, I don't know, two months ago, and we couldn't go because of we didn't have this piece of paperwork. And we were also teed up to go about three weeks ago, but then we couldn't go. There was a mandate. I, I don't know. I'm getting it all confused. Nonetheless, today was the day. Okay. 125th Street DMV made the reservation my wife made her reservation. I was at 12. She was at 12, 15, something like that. I'm thinking to myself, and again, I, I usually don't think along these lines.
but I get asked, and it's my honor. It's not a pleasure. It's an honor. It's a privilege. I get asked to do photos, talk to people every day, sometimes 100 people a day. And like I said, I try to do it with the most grace and appreciation that I possibly can because I'm honored that anybody would want to even speak to me. I'm honored that people want to say dingo. I'm honored when people scream Mike rap. I'm honored. It's my pleasure. It's truly my pleasure to be recognized in the streets. You know, some actors are all spooked out by it. Fuck those people. It is an honor to be a successful actor. That is a minor, minor thing to be talked to on the street. Listen, sometimes you're not in the mood, but it's still an honor. I have to think, I'm not in the mood because of what? What could possibly be so bad in my life that I'm not in the mood? Listen, when my kids were small, I think it's inappropriate to go up to anybody. I don't care if Jesus Christ himself is at the Starbucks. If Jesus Christ is at the Starbucks with his three-year-old on his lap and his five-year-old with, you know, a mocha latte drink or whatever the frappuccino all over his... You shouldn't go up to Jesus Christ with his two boys in a Starbucks. But some people do. I was always nice. I was always nice with my kids. I'm always nice. Be with my mom. Be with my wife. Be with my... I'm always nice because I appreciate it. I said to myself, I'm going to the DMV in Harlem. People know me in Harlem. I went to school, Martin Luther King High School, predominantly uptown Harlem people. I'm a New Yorker. I just told you the monikers. Uh, the Gringo Mandingo, the Sultan of Sniff, Mr. 212, Mr. New York. I was just in Harlem the other day, chilling. Yo, chilling. Got to go up to 125th Street today to the DMV. I'm praying. I'm like, please, please, somebody recognize me in this fucking DMV. Even though I have the reservation, Okay. I get recognized every single place, whether I want it or not, on the train, the bus, Uber drivers, okay? It's an honor, but I'm thinking, just, just today, please. I'm here with my wife. We've gotten all the papers. I've had to cancel twice. Please, somebody help me. Please, somebody recognize me to help make this, and again, I didn't just go up there on a whim. We had the reservation. I was prepared for whatever. But I said to my wife, if I can't get recognized at the TMV on 125, something ain't right. I walk up there. My man sees me, security in the front. My man was like the black Paul Bart mall cop. He's like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. So what are you doing here? I said, what am I doing here? I got to switch out my license. He's like, walk in. I go, you, you got to walk me in. He gets on his walkie-talkie. God is my witness. We're going up the escalator. He's like, I got a celebrity. I got a celebrity. I got rapper rap. He calls me rapper rap. I go, Rappaport. Rapper room? I said, Rappaport. It's Michael Rappaport, my man. I'm so happy to see you. I got a celebrity. I got Michael Rappaport. He says to my wife, who are you? I'm his wife. I got Michael Rapport and his wife. He's doing this over a fucking walkie-talkie. I'm like, yes, fuck. Yes. Yes. We go up two flights up the escalator. He goes, you're good. I go, all right, I'm good. But now, now we have to deal with more security. Paul Bart, male cop guy, he bounces. He only takes me so far. So we, we walk in there. We get on the line. I'm on the line. I'm like, oh, fuck. Where's Paul Bart? Come on. Take me to the fucking, take me to the promised land, Paul. We're standing in the line. I'm looking around. I got my mask down, my baseball hat off. I want to be recognized. I want to be harassed. A couple of people in line. Like, Rappaport, what are you doing up here? I got, what am I, I'm doing the same fucking thing you're doing up here. What, what the fuck do you think I'm doing up here? I'm doing what you're doing. I'm trying to get some paperwork, some passports, IDs, enhanced IDs. I got to flip my shit. Asking me what I'm doing here. I'm just in the fucking line. I didn't say it like that, but I'm thinking, what do you think I'm doing here? We're standing in line five minutes. Another woman 
supervisor. She walks over. She goes, come here. Okay. What are you here for? Tell her, ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. She goes, you got your paperwork? We take out the Ziploc bags. I got my Ziploc bag, all my paperwork. Wife has her Ziploc bag, all her paperwork. She goes, you guys are good. Go over to window nine, ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Take your pictures. I'm like, holy fucking shit. It's working. Mr. New York is getting treated like Mr. New York. Where? In New York. Harlem. 125. 125th Street. Got on my new cashmere. Shout out to the Jake LaMotta of Ron Herman. The Jake LaMotta of Fred Siegel. Sent me a brand new gorgeous piece of cashmere. Hoodie. Beautiful. Beautiful hoodie on. They're like, uh, we're going to take your picture. I tell the woman, I say, you're the most important photographer in New York. Fuck the paparazzi. Fuck everybody with their cameras, their selfies. This is the most important picture. You want to look good in it. She looks at my old license. She goes, that's old. I go, no shit, it's old. She goes, you need a new picture. I go, I, I, I know. I know. Stand in front of the camera. I had shaved. I want to look good in this fucking picture. I, I usually don't shave on Mondays unless I have work. You know, on camera work. Give him the big smile. I've learned to smile. Because my last one, I didn't smile. I looked like a fucking goon. Looked like a gorilla in my, my driver's license picture. She takes the picture. Boom. Takes the next picture. Boom. She goes, go back over to supervisor. Window 30, door, th- whatever the fuck. They're going to finish you out. My wife gives her her shit. Ba, 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 ba. She has everything. She's got the enhanced ID. She's got, she, she brings report cards from the fifth grade. She's got school fucking photos. She got everything. They say, do you have your social security? I go, I, I can't, I don't. I said, is that going to fuck me? Is that going to, is that going to ruin this whole thing? We've been going so good. She goes, no, you just have to get the regular driver's license. I said, fine. She goes, as soon as you get the social security card, you can come back. And we'll switch out. I said, no problem. My wife's like, see, you can't do it. I said, like, uh, okay. I just, I just want to get the fuck out of here. She starts going through my thing. She's putting everything in the, in the computer. Ba 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 ba. Proof of ID. Proof of address. Proof of New York State uh, living. All the shit. I see her face drop. Well, I can only see her, her eyes because she's got a mask on. By the way, in the DMV, it's like a New York State sanctioned thing. I think it's your choice to wear the mask because some of the workers were not wearing the mask. I don't know if it was vaccinated, not whatever. I see her face drop. She goes, we have a problem. I go, oh, fuck. What? She goes, did you have a driver's license here in 1989? I go, ma'am, she's younger than me. I don't mean to call you ma'am. I just want to keep on good terms with you, so I'm trying to be respectful. I don't know. My ass or my elbow in 1989. I was 19. She goes, what about 1993? I go, I believe... 1993, I might have had a California's driver's license, but again, I don't know. She goes, you got some disputes on a 1989, I was 19, a 1989 driver's license. You got some, you owe, what's the word she said? I can't remember the word she said, but she said you owe. I go, fuck. I go, can I take care of that today? She goes to get the supervisor again. She comes over. She goes, yeah, you can go take care of that today, Mr. Rappaport. I go, thank God. I'm prepared to pay a big fine. I'm like, what is it? What is it? 1989. I said, I didn't know. I got great credit. I didn't know. I would have paid it. She goes, it's $7. I go, fuck. No problem. She goes, we got to send you over to the DMV window. Because now I'm at the, it's a different window. I, I, I don't know. She goes, my supervisor's waiting for you over there. I go over there. I see a smiling face. I believe my guy's name was Jack. Shout out to the guy that helped me pay my $7, my payment that I needed from 1989. I believe his name was Jack. He goes, I'm a big fan. My wife is a big fan. We love Atypical. We listen to the podcast. I said, well, listen to today's. Listen to the podcast today because I'm going to be talking all about this. I believe my man's name was Jack. I go, it's only seven bucks. He goes, yeah. I go, why is it even making a big deal? I said, give him the credit card. 
$7, pop, 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 pop. I'm in and out of there three minutes. I go, you want to take a picture? He goes, I can't. I go, no, we're taking a picture. Because the fact that you're greeting me with a smile, the fact that everybody is treating me like the fucking king of New York, just in the DMV, the king of New York, I'm happy as shit. Because even with a reservation, I'm estimating I would have been in there three hours. Even with the reservation, and it wasn't even packed. I'm thinking three, two and a half, definitely at least two hours. I say, mate, 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 let's take this photo and make sure you listen to the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast, my man, because I'm shouting you out. I'm shouting your wife out. Shouting everybody out at the DMV on 125, all the supervisors, all the workers, security guard, my man Paul Bart, Paul Blart, mall cop, everybody there treated me, Mrs. Rappaport, fantastically. We were in there for 40 minutes total. That ain't nothing in the DMV. And, and I'll say this. I said to my wife, I said, Thank God someone recognized us. And I said, you know what? Everybody talks about privilege and how they want to change privilege. I said, let me tell you something. There ain't one person, I don't care if you're a fucking a mayor. I don't care if you're a famous garbage man. I don't care if you're an actor. I don't care if you know somebody that works at the DMV, your cousin, your uncle, your sister, your brother-in-law. There's not one person given the opportunity that wouldn't skip the lines at the DMV if they could. I don't care who you are. My wife goes, well, I feel bad. I go, well, that's because you're you. You're a sweet, nice person. Me, 40 minutes was uh, quick. I wouldn't mind if we were in fucking five. I skipped that fucking line every fucking time in the DMV. I don't care. Mother Teresa would skip that fucking line. She was dead serious. And I'm looking at all the people, all black people, all Puerto Rican people, the majority of them, at least my age, some of them older. Everybody felt old. You feel old. The DMV ages you. You can go into the DMV as a 21-year-old sprightly person. While you're in there, you turn 37. It just ages you. It's scary. It's frightening. It's an overwhelming place to be. But as we were waiting around, I said to my wife, I said, it's fucking hard. Life is fucking hard. We're lucky we got in and out of here 40 minutes. But I'm just looking at everybody. Everybody probably had to go through the same shit that I had to go through. Pulling the paperwork. Looking for their social security card. Looking for their birth certificate. And I'm fortunate. The fee was $65. That's nothing for me. I'm blessed. I know some people, they go to the DMV. That $65 is... You know, it's a thing. Changes their week. It might affect what they eat. It might affect what their kids eat during that day. You know, but motherfuckers are just trying to make it through life and enjoy it and be as safe and as fulfilled as they possibly can. When you go into the DM, it's like everybody's in that motherfucker. You say, well, Mike Rep, you just cut the line. I know, but in all seriousness, it's like we're just there. Motherfuckers are just living. I said, you guys must have stories in here. They go, you have no idea. I was like, this should be a show. This should be a TV show. Like a dark comedy. Ain't a bad idea. The DMV 125. Not a bad fucking idea. Anyway, if any of my DMV people are listening, friends of the people at the DMV on 125th Street in Manhattan, let them know I appreciate it. I thanked everybody. And, uh... You go to the DMV, I don't care what state you're in, I don't know what they do overseas, whatever, ba, 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 ba. bring that paperwork, dot your I's, check your T's, cross your L's, because it ain't easy, you don't want to fuck up, you don't want to go back to the DMV, it's hard enough to go in there the first time, you do not want to go back, nonetheless, I got my driver's license, it's coming, it's in the mail, moving on. Shopify is a platform designed for anyone to sell anywhere, giving you the resources once reserved for big 
businesses customized for you with a great looking online store that brings your idea to life and tools to manage and drive sales. Shopify powers millions of entrepreneurs from first sale to full scale. Get started by building and customizing your online store with no coding or design experience. Access your powerful tools to help you find customers, drive sales, and manage your day-to-day. Plus, they have 24-7 support. You're never alone with Shopify. Go to shopify.com slash champ, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Start selling on Shopify today. Do not wait. Go to shopify.com slash champ right now. On this very podcast, I have talked at length about how hard it is to cut the cord on these streaming subscriptions, these online subscriptions. They're trying to screw you left, right, and center. If you're suffering from way too many subscriptions, there is a way out and you do not even have to talk to anybody. Let Truebill do the work and set you free. Save you money, save you time, save you hassle, save you stress. Let Truebill do the work. Average users save $720 a year using Truebill. I have already saved $436 myself. My wife saved $222 so far. We just started using the Truebill app. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you do not need, do not want, or simply forgot about. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. $9 here. $4 there. Truebill has over 2 million users and has helped save them over $100 million. 2 million users and has saved them over $100 million. Personally, I am telling you, I can't stand when they bill you. You don't see them coming. You don't know where they're coming from robbing you and ripping you off. Do not fall for the subscription scams. Start canceling today at truebill.com slash champ. Truebill.com slash champ. It could save you literally thousands of dollars a year. Anyway. So Tommy Botox announced that he was coming back, and I got to tell you, I was happy. I'm happy. All right? I'm happy for fucking... Football fans, I'm happy for myself. I'm happy for Tampa Bay Buccaneer fans. I'm really happy for people that still love the Patriots. I hope they beat their ass. Unfinished business, Tom. I hope the Patriots improve and I hope the Buccaneers kick their fucking ass. But it was 40 days, 40 days since Tommy Botox, Tommy Brady, retired. He's been this place. He's been that place. They lost to the Rams in that huge comeback. Godwin was hurt. We all know what happened and what continues to uh, be going on with Antonio Brown. He's on that Kanye West. That's right. I bet you Gronkowski will be back. And I say, why not? The NFC is wide open I want to see Tommy ball game, run it back and get to the Super Bowl. Seven rings, 15 Pro Bowls, three MVPs, five Super Bowl MVPs. He's the most this, he's the most that. Shout out to my man who heckled me in the DM, said I better give LeBron for his 10K, 10K, 10K. I mean, he'll get his fucking, he'll get his time. I'll put my sword down in the ground for LeBron James when he retires. Until then, he deserves... The beatings that he's going to continue to get with his 50 points here and his 50 points there. Stat stuff and fuck. But Tommy is back. The GOAT is back. Listen, going to your kids' recitals, going to your kids' football games, traveling with Giselle. She seems like a nice woman. I'm sure she's a great wife and a great mom. But Tom's like, ah, fuck all that. Fuck Fuck all that goofy shit. Nothing is more exciting than having Aaron Darnold come chasing me. There's nothing you could do, Giselle, that'll be as exciting and as fulfilling as Aaron Darnold or Joey Bosa or one of these goons coming after Tom Brady. Him throwing a fucking laser down the field. Sitting on the bench with two minutes and 22 seconds trying to figure out a way 
His kids are great. I'm telling you, they're, but it's overrated. Trust me, those recitals suck. Okay? I was at many of them. Many recitals with my kids, singing, dancing, spelling bees. Oh, I learned this in, in, in the, uh, you know, in the science class. Oh, I learned that in astrology class. Fuck all that. Tom Brady's like, I'm, I'm trying to escape the myths of Aaron Darnold. I'm trying to figure out a way to beat Patrick Mahone, boy. That's fulfilling. And when you retire as quick as he did with what could have or should have or what arguably was an MVP season, you can't go out like that, coming just this close away from making it back to the Super Bowl again with one of your best seasons. Fuck them recitals. He probably went to go see his kids play a couple of basketball games, softball. He was like, they ain't shit. My kids ain't shit. My daughter's cute. She's beautiful. Giselle's a pain in the fuck. I got to get back to training camp. I got to get back to my avocado ice cream. Who needs this shit? You go to one of your kids' recitals. You go to one of your kids' after-school events. You've seen them all. Trust me. Now, I don't have daughters. I know it's different when you're a, a girl dad, but he has sons also. Trust me. Uh, all these parents talking about, I'm a girl dad. I'm a girl dad. And they, they talk about how great it is. Uh, you never hear anybody saying, I'm a boy dad. I'm a boy dad. It's so, the, it's a fuck. Those little fuckers drive you nuts. Tom's not ready to give it up. And I say, good. Good, 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 good. The NFL is better. Sports are better. The world is better. When guys like LeBron James are playing, when guys like Tommy fucking Botox are playing, welcome back, Tombo. What else happened? <sighs> she, I, there's no way we're going to get to everything on this podcast. There's, there's no way. I, I, there's no way I'm going to be able to get to everything. Because I don't, I don't just dip in. Okay, I'm telling you now, there's no way we're going to be able to get to everything because I already see the docket. And I got special requests. You better Willie Hutch, Juicy Jesse Smollett. ILO Juicy Jesse Smollett. This fucking idiot. He's a fucking idiot. Got sentenced the other day to 150 days in the can, the Hooskow. In prison, jail, and 30 days of probation plus $150,000 fine. Good, you fucking asshole, you. Listen, the gringo man, dingo, us, we here at the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast, we've been all over this fuck from the jump street. Okay, we even caught heat from fans for not believing his story from the start. But you see that? I'm sniffing. I'm smelling. Something didn't smell right. Something, something just ain't right. Something, something just ain't right. To quote the great Keith Sweat, that faithful night, that fateful night, January 29th, the coldest night of the year in Chicago, just month, month and a half before COVID shitted all over us. This dummy said he was punched in the face, said he had an unknown chemical poured on him, said it was bleach, said that two masked MAGA people wearing MAGA hats at 2.30 in the morning on the coldest night of the year. I mean, in Chicago, to be considered the coldest night of the year, we're talking about the bottom of the brick. We're talking about the brick on the ground in the middle of the street, the lonely brick. The brick that's just sitting there. Like, that shit is like a fucking ice ball brick. Said he went to go get a motherfucking meatball marinara sandwich from Subway. The next day, January 30th, 2019, an outpouring of support from celebrities. Kamala Harris. This activist, that activist. Kamala Harris said it was a modern-day lynching. The cast of his show. Fuck is it called? Empire. 
Oh, poor Juicy Jesse. 31st, refused to hand over his phone. February 1st, a few days later, he spoke for the first time. February 2nd, this fucking asshole had a concert. I believe in California. Who cares? Where he got on stage and said he was the gay Tupac. Miles Jordan, play the clip where this fucking guy proclaimed himself to be the gay Tupac. Because for some reason, people think that I'm calling him the gay Tupac. That I gave him that name. I would never compare you to Tupac in any way, shape, or form, Duke. You did that to yourself. I'm the gay Tupac. You did this to yourself, you dummy. You kept going. You were charged by the police. You were arrested. You got kicked off an empire. You did this to yourself. You paid them two brothers that apparently you guys were freaking off. Giving each other hand jobs and all kind of wild shit. You talking about you the gay Tupac? Oh no. I'm the gay Tupac. Even pig dick Donald Trump backed you up and said this is an embarrassment to the nation. Then you got sued by the city of Chicago. You're dumb. You just got put in jail for 150 days and when you were walking into court, you dumb fuck. You were still talking shit on some Stokely Carmichael with your hand up in the air on some black power shit. Yo, fuck the race shit. You ain't no freedom fighter. You ain't no civil rights leader. You're a race hustler, a kooky, crazy race hustler motherfucker. You should have did what I said. You should have said I was on that synthetic. I was skied up. I was snowing. I was on that snow, that ski. I was skiing down them mountains, up and down them mountains. I was bugging. I apologized to the city of Chicago. I apologized to the two brothers that I paid. I apologized to everybody, to Taraji, to Terrence. I'm about to go to Nancy Ford, the Nancy Ford Clinic, and get my mind right. I was skiing them clouds. I was on that synthetic. That synthetic had my mind fucked up. You didn't want to do that. Keep the Willie Hutch going. You want to perpetrate frauds. You want to fake jacks. Now you're in jail. And it's continuing to fake jacks. It's continuing to pop shit. Continuing to bring attention to himself. When you know this shit was all Fugazi. It's a bad actor playing a bad role in a bad movie that is going to stop. Now you're doing 150 fucking days. Terrence Howard, Tyler Perry, nobody's coming to get you out. I'm gonna fuck. There's not a smidge of evidence that shows what you said actually happened, actually happened. I'm the gay Tupac. That's it, man. I'm actually getting tired of talking about this fucking guy. I'm getting tired talking about this fucking guy, man. It made a mockery of himself, made a mockery of the city of Chicago. It made a mockery of anybody who's continued to back him. I don't know why motherfuckers are backing him. There's so many more worthy people that have been accused of crimes that are innocent than this fucking dude. You want to back somebody? Yo, there's plenty of people that deserve Taraji's support. There's plenty of people that deserve uh, uh, some of these celebrities that are somehow, someway still backing this dude. There's innocent black people in jail right now that you could be supporting besides this fucking, this guy's a fucking clown. I'm gonna fuck color, sexuality, or any of that goofy shit. What else is going on? I'm not, I'm not gonna get to Deshaun Watson, but Deshaun Watson is not facing criminal charges. Deshaun Watson is not facing criminal charges. His reputation will never be fixed. I don't know how that works. That's big money shit right there. That's big Fucking NFL, Texas, Houston money right there that got him out of that. That's big contract, big money that made a civil suit 
could be pending. He's got to leave Houston. Hey, innocent till proven guilty. And uh, he was, uh, they, they did a uh, grand jury. They didn't have enough on him. You got to be careful out here with this shit. You got to be careful out here with this shit. The other thing that I must talk about, and I'm only going to talk about it briefly. Because everybody's got the lowdown. First of all, shout out to my man, OG Paul Wall, who gave me the review of Donda. He basically said it was trash. He doesn't speak the way I speak, but he basically said it was just uh, patched together and pieced together. And when everybody's cursing because there's some curses on it, it's all bleeped out. It sounds crazy. These fucking people hopping upstairs. Fuck these people. Um, shout out to my man, OG Paul Wall, uh, for always uh, supporting the I Am Rap Poor Stereo Podcast. Hope everything is good down there in Houston. Um, but this Kanye Pete Davidson shit, this Kanye Kim Kardashian shit, you know, I'm sure everybody has seen it. And, and you know, I don't talk much about my past, you know, my personal, personal shit. But, you know, I went through a divorce and it sucked, you know, on many levels. And, and I wanted to get divorced. But when you're actually getting divorced, you don't want to get divorced. At least I didn't want to get divorced because you feel like you failed. You know, you feel like you failed. I should have never even been married to my, my, my first wife, to be honest with you. She just was not the right motherfucker for me to be married to. Nonetheless, we got two great kids. But when you go through divorce, I have to say, when, when seeing that Kanye documentary and knowing that he truly has mental illness and then understanding, like I saw a post of him and he's bugging for sure, but I get that shit. In these circumstances, not wanting to lose your family in these circumstances, not wanting to lose what he thinks he wants, not wanting to lose the status of being married, not to Kim Kardashian, but being a married man, you know, being a married man with your four kids. You want the white picket fence. You want to live happily ever after. You want to be the grandfather and the great-grandfather. But sometimes, and a lot of times, and most of the times, it just doesn't work out like that. And I understand uh, how he's, you know, feeling. I feel bad for him. And, you know, I pop shit about him because he deserves that too. But, you know, relationships ending, they're hard, man. They're hard for everybody. I'm sure they're hard for uh, the kids. This motherfucker's banging around up there. Stomping around up there. These fucks. Can you guys hear that shit? Fucking assholes stomping around. Miserable fucks. Bitch never stops moving her feet. Probably a fucking great defensive player, this bitch upstairs. Anyway, I feel bad for Kanye. You know, Pete Davidson, apparently, allegedly, you sending texts back saying, I'm in bed with your wife. You'd have to step to him. Fuck all that. I don't give a fuck what you're saying. If I'm Kanye West and you're antagonizing the situation, and then money's like, yo, I'm in bed with your wife, and then you respond by saying, come to Sunday service. He not trying to come to Sunday service, Kanye West. He's in bed skeeting off. You call him Skeet Davis. He is in bed skeeting off. You talking about come to Sunday service. He's having a Sunday service with your whiz, Duke. Shit. They're having their own Sunday service. They're in there smoking weed, freaking off. There's nannies for each and every one of those fucking kids. He's not worrying about coming to those Sunday. Why would anyone come, anybody want to come to that shit anyway when I'm freaking off? It's Sunday morning. You popping shit. I'm busting off. I'm busting nuts. So Pete Davidson, you know, was like, yo, fuck all that. But you'd have to fight. Fuck that, Kanye. You talking all that shit online. You'd have to... You have to go over there and like, he not trying to, you said, we'll come this, fuck all Sunday service. You have to go over to the crib and step to money and be like, yo, we throwing the fuck down. Fuck all that. You talk all that, I'm from Chicago. I'm, that's the time you really need your Chicago shit to come out because my man is not playing. He said, yo, fuck your Sunday service. 
I just busted off on your wife. You call me Skeet Davidson. I'm Skeet, 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 Skeetin'. They call me Pete the Skeet. Now your wife calls me Pete the Skeet because I skeet, 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 skeet. Oh, man. Anyway, in all seriousness, I do relate to what Kanye is going through because I've been through that. I went through it as a teenager. I went through it as in my 20s. I went through it when I was getting divorced. I, I, I understand it. And I wish that dude well. And it would be, you need to do something because Pete Davidson ain't trying to come to the Sunday service. He's freaking off in your, in your crib. You probably picked the, the, the sheets and everything. That's your crib. You're the designer. You're the mastermind of all that. You were talking shit and then he was like, yo, I'm in bed with your wife, Duke. What's Gucci? You hear these motherfuckers? Hold on. See, I got... Follow Fuck you. Motherfuckers acting like they're a Sit your fucking ass down, fatso. You like walking around so much, it's beautiful out. Go for a walk, you fat fuck. Fat ass fuck. Shut up. Fucking animal. Why do I always know when these people are home? Why do I know when they're in their living room, in their bedroom, in their bathroom? I shouldn't know that. Fucking pig. Anyway, I'm done. Listen, what I want you to do is to tell a friend to tell a friend to listen to the I Am Rappaport stereo podcast. Ask your friend, ask your cousin. Yo, you fuck with the I Am Rappaport stereo podcast? And if you're in Spokane, no, I'll be in Spokane uh, the 24th, 25th, 26th, April Fools, April 1st, April 2nd in Tampa Bay. All right? Down there with Tom Brady. I'm going to try to get Tom Brady to come to the show. That would be lit. All tickets, all information, the whole schedule is available at michaelrappaportcomedy.com. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers. Take me out here with something real nice. Take me out here with something real proper. But most importantly, take me out here with something real loud and real funky. I am Rappaport's Serial Pockets. I'm out. Hey.